March Lane. Eighty-four and a half years. Right, so all your life? All my life, that's right. Uh, so you went to school in March Lane? Oh yes, with all, okay. all of my schooling have been in March Lane, the only place I've ever gone to school. What were the names of some of your teachers that you had? Oh gosh, Nanny Stevenson and uh, Irene Haney, or some of the old time ones, Flo Carr, Goldie Green. Well, uh, let's see now. And up to high school, I had uh, George Meredith as superintendent. JLT Perrin was an agriculture and athletics. Marguerite, uh, I can't think of her name now, D. Dalton. And uh, Nanny, uh, not Nanny, uh, Hazel Wilson. Anymore not to be. That's about all I can just think of right off. Yeah. Uh, what kind of, do you ever go out for any sports? Well, slum. I, I wasn't uh, too much in sports, but yes, I, I went out for football and would go out for track, which I <clears throat> wasn't good enough that I ever uh, did much in or placed much, but it, I, was, I was out with the boys and, you know. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Did you ever get in much trouble in school? Well, really no, because back in those days, you had to pretty well told the mark. It, 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 was, it wasn't like it is now. If you get in a little trouble, the teacher wants to be, they can take you in and give you a good paddling or give you a good switch or whatever they want to. And now if they touch you, why, you can go back yeah. on them. But listen, we, we kind of told the mark back in my day. Uh, what did you used to do for fun when you was a kid? Oh, uh, actually, after school, this fellow Johnny Hilton and I loved to hunt and fish so far. We'd go out across the country hunting and then of course evenings, a lot of after school we'd go to our athletics and have uh, racing and hurdles and pole vaulting and all such stuff as that. And uh, then some of the highlights was in the spring we'd have our uh, our picnic or closing a school picnic and all the teacher take us way out east of town someplace to a branch out there called First Branch and we'd have a, a picnic and such things as that just yeah just a general run of thing okay what type of uh, events do you remember you know like the town had or the churches or something what like type of what events you know just uh, like picnics and stuff church picnics maybe well Yes, we had some. I was, I didn't uh, didn't get to go to church much until I was all up out of high school, you might say. We lived out in the country, so we didn't have much chance to get around and go to those things. There was, there was quite a lot of activity here, yes, it was. Whereabouts did you live at? I lived uh, just the first house south of the Catholic Cemetery. That's about a mile oh. or a little better west of Morsley. So that's, that's about where I live. Around there. It's, oh, is it? You live yeah. well, You know the sewer plant road out there? Yeah. That's where I live, right down that road. Oh, do you? Yeah. Only yeah, house yeah. on there. Well, let's yeah. see. You remember some of your neighbors out that way? Oh, yes. I remember all of them. We had lots of good neighbors. We had a colored family that lived 
just down over the hill from a little ways, and they were awful nice. Uh, I call him Uncle Adam, and uh, they they were nice folks. And then, of course, neighbors in various places. I had Newmans that lived up the road from us, and Stanleys, and I had an Uncle Tom Briggs that lived over on the hill. Fred Neese and, and uh, Ross Rutten's dad used to live out in that part of the country. Louis Bragging, Edwards, there's, there was a lot of them out in there. Yeah, we had, and we used to have some good times together. Yeah. <clears throat> did, you, did you ever uh, like know Disney? Did you ever talk to him or anything? Why? I didn't. Uh, I knew him when he was in town here, but not. I wasn't acquainted with him. No, we didn't have anything in common. And when he came back here on some of these dedications, I talked to him. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't too well acquainted with, with Walt Disney. He was just a little older than me, so we didn't. We didn't get together much. Yeah. Uh, what was your first job you had here in Marsland? <laughs> the first job I ever had was. Uh, a fellow named of Hershey putting up hay and they had me come and drive had the stacker horse. You have a horse on the stacker that pushes the hay up on. I got 50 cents a day for helping him put up hay. Yeah. Let's see. Did you know that uh, Wampus Andrews? Oh yes. Oh Womp, yes. Andrew Womp, yes. Was there any truth that he could put three billiard balls in his mouth? Well. I never did see him do it, but I've heard that. I, I, I just doubt it, but uh, if anybody could do it, he could. But yeah. I have heard that story, but I never did see him do it. Uh, I'd always heard that. I never knew whether. Well, I've, I've heard that too, so. Yeah. And there may be something to it. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. I've seen a picture of him. He had a pretty big mouth. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, he's got a big mouth. Yeah, he had a big mouth. No doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a town character, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, he used to like play the, play his comb or something. Yeah, he had the comb, but he'd keep that comb going all the time. Dance around, yeah. Yeah, he was one of the great guys. Yeah. When did you get started with the auto business? In 1923. Did you? January yeah. 19, started with working for Ernest Thompson in the Model T business. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> had Model T Fords at that time. Then in 1927, I changed over to Chevrolet. Mr. Wolf, F.M. Wolf, went back in with Thompson and started the Chevrolet business here in Marceline. Yeah. Been with Chevrolet ever since. Yeah. So the first car you sold was Model T? Model T's, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I run the parts department and the bookkeeping department when I first went to work with the Ford people, you know. So when did when did Cops get into it with you? He started in 1969. <clears throat> he came in 69. So when you lived out there you had you probably had some of the neighbors like the Wigmans or something, didn't you? Well, <clears throat> the Wigmans lived on north. They're quite a ways. They weren't real close neighbors, but they lived on quite a bit north of us. All of our neighbors were just in that little what 
Well, those readings are what's called Bragging's Editions, where about all the oh, readings yeah. that we had lived. And of course, the Wigmans, and, <clears throat> and then there's some Eldridgemans lived over, well, back over on the hill from where you live now. Yeah, that was my aunt. It was it? Yeah, Carrie and Tony, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were, yeah they were, but those folks on north over there, they were a little too far away. We didn't neighbor much with them. Uh -uh. Yeah. No, Aunt Tony, he's a, or Uncle Tony, he's the one that got struck by lightning out there on, yeah, the, on top of the right. hill. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yes, sir. So where did you get married at? In Linnaeus. Did you? Yeah, yeah, that's, we just drove to Linnaeus, it was in the evening, and uh, we uh, went to the county recorder's home, got him out at home, and in those days, why, they'd go up in the office and get you a license any time, so we, yeah. we didn't have to have a waiting period or anything, and uh, he went up to the recorder's office and fixed our license up for us, and then we went right there in Linnaeus to Methodist minister in Linus and was married all over with in just an hour or so or less. Yeah. Didn't take but very long to get it done then. So what were some of the jobs you had when? Well, uh, really I never had a, what you'd call a full-time job, this little old job of uh, driving a stacker horse about the first thing I ever had. Then, uh, oh, I didn't go to work then until after I got out of school. I was home in bed with the flu. And this uh, Thompson took on the Ford people, went over to the schoolhouse and asked the superintendent, George Meredith, if anyone he could get to come in and handle parts and bookkeeping and so forth. And he said, well, he believed that I could do it. So they came out to see me and I was sick in bed when they came out to see oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> And they all know if I wanted a job, but I said, sure, so there are two hours up out of bed, went up, went to work, and I've been right that same place, the same building, the same place ever since. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's something kind of unusual to be in the same location, the same building for all that time. I've been a Chevrolet for 61 years and a Ford for four years. So you like Chevrolets better? Well, yeah, they are. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't say anything else. Yeah. 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 I have to. Yes, I'd have to say that. Oh, they're all good cars, but we still think we have the best. Yeah. And I suppose everybody else think they do. So that's that's just part of life, I guess. So what were uh, like you said you were sick? What was some of the doctors around here. Well, at that time I had uh, Dr. Ole Putman. And of course, I, ahead of that though, even then they had the Dr. Ellis and the Dr. Perrin and Dr. Cater. And then as the time went on, uh, there was a fellow named Dr. DeKroger. And then after Dr. Putman went on, I, Dr. Smith came in, and there's a lot of doctors there, Dr. Smith and Dr. Gary and Dr. Horner and Dr. Camel and 
Oh man, there's a lot of them. Yeah. What well, Doctor Patrick was one of the old time doctors here. He was he was one of the old timers here. What they do before they had the hospital in you know, St. Francis? Where they? Well, everything is done at home. Then. There was no such thing as a hospital in the very early days, and the doctor would always make house calls and go to the house and take care of you right there, and, and that's about all there was to do. Then Dr. Ole Putnam built a hospital out, I don't know whether you know where Jack Webb lives or not, right in there is uh, where the first hospital was built. He built a hospital there and it's stayed there for years, and then later he built the hospital where the Chastain's is now. And then when Dr. Smith came here, he engineered the building of the hospital where it is. He's really the backbone of, of that hospital when it was built here. So it was up there by Chastain's. I used to have a school yeah, up that there. That used to be the hospital where Chastain's is now. Yeah. They used to have a school right up there by there, didn't they? Well, on the back of it, on the... On the Gracious Street, there was the Catholic school. You know, they had, to, and then it was later turned into an Eagles Hall. Yeah. The, the jail used to be right around there, didn't it? The what? It used to be like a jail there or something right by the. Oh yes, yeah, there was a jail right back in, well, right in there behind uh, where Homer Bedlin's beer joint is. There was a city jail right in there. Yeah, there was. There used to be a lumber yard where the where Howard's Market is now. Oh yes, there have been lots of changes up and down the street. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. What, was, what were some of the businesses that you can remember? That oh, we had, uh, at one time we had about three or four men's clothing store here. And gosh, I think at one time we had 12 or 15 grocery stores here. There were lots of, even the, some of the neighbors would put in a little old grocery store in their home, in one room of their home out in the residential district. And I, I say at least one time it was at least 12 or 15 grocery stores here in town. We had, uh, had three drug stores here at one time. And it's, uh, those things just, just fade away, I guess. Yeah. What kind of, I think somebody's talking about it once, there used to be some store right up there where the skating rink is now. Can't remember what it was. Well, can't remember anything there. Wayne Couch, of course, had his oldmobile place there. I don't know what was there before that. Then on down the street there was a livery barn. Gooker and then Minix had a livery barn down about where the cleanup place is. And then on Main Street, Herbert had a livery barn, that's back in the horse and buggy days, they have these uh, drummers they call them, people that sold wares 
all over the country had come in by train, and then they'd hire Herbert with his team and buggy to take them to various places, Buckland and Rothfield, all these little places all around to sell their goods. Well, there's been lots and lots of changes since then. Yeah, there's... <clears throat> yeah, I remember when the Santa Fe Depot was built over there, it, that was a big thing when it was built. They thought that was some building, and it was, it's nice. Yeah. See, like, I remember the first diesel that came through, they used to have the old steam engine. Yeah. The first diesel, they thought, boy, that's, that's really something. And they were, that's, that is just progress and all it was. So do you ever remember the thing about the Landers coal oh, mines? Landers, yes. Oh yes, the Landers coal mine. Yeah, Landers were some of our neighbors out there too. Nelson Landers folks, they were right where Nelson does now and they, they were neighbors of ours. Yeah. Oh yes, I've, I've been down in that coal mine. They used to, he took some of us kids down in the coal mine one time. And that's quite an experience to get way down into there where it was dark, you couldn't see anything. Of course they had their little pit lamps on. That was quite an experience to get way down under the ground. Yeah. Yeah, they had quite a business going there for a little bit. Oh there. yes, yeah, they sold a lot of coal. That's, and of course when they had the other mines, the old number one mine on, down to the south end and the number two mine up the north end, the Santa Fe bought all their coal from them at that time when they were running coal burning engines. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's what made Marceline in a way is the coal mines and Santa Fe buying the coal. Yeah. Now where our, where our garage is now used to be what was called the old company store that belonged to the mine. Mr. Hennings ran that or owned the mine and owned the company store. and. Uh, They'd pay the miners a lot of times with script. They'd have to, to trade it out at the store to, to get paid. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. they had everything there, those groceries and dry goods and everything. And that's, that, was, that was a big thing back in those days. They like discovered gas or something one time, didn't they? When it was. Well, I've heard that they had, yeah. Yeah, I think they did. Somebody had enough gas, I think, that they could get a little flame out of it. It never did amount to anything. Mm. So, what did, you, what did you ever hear or, you know, see anything of, like some Marceline's legends, like the Lady in White or anything like that? Well, I've never seen any of that. I've heard stories about those things, but I've never seen any of that at all. Huh? No, sir, I've never seen it. But there has been some great stories going on about those things. Yeah. Wasn't there something like with a ghost on the Santa Fe or? Well, there's, there's stories, you know, various things of that kind. As I say, I've, I've never seen any of that or been in on any of that, any of those. I'd go over there, and after the show each night, I'd go over there and get a Dusty Miller or something, something real, 
end that we could take the chickle and give it to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so where was this house, the playhouse at? Well, I played at the show. I think when it was no, I believe it was next door. The first time it was on that side of the street. I, the first night they had it on the other. They used to play up the old Cater Opera House. You know. The, yeah. It's it's up over there. Stairs over the ceiling. A little more yeah, than there was that big building there. And they used to play up there, and and, uh, and then they moved to the other side of the street. They had a new, put in a new theater, and uh, I'd play there uh, six nights a week, and then three nights a week I'd go right on and play for dances uh, at the old Gardner Hall, which is right next to the, it's where his where a used car lot is now. A used car lot. There was a double building there, you know, or upstairs there. And, uh, and then I'd go to Buckland on Friday night and play for a dance up there. The man that owned the theater lived in Buckland. And then uh, he'd take me to Buckland after the show on Friday night to play for a dance up there. Yeah. So, and then, well, I started giving piano lessons. I'll say, I, using a term loosely, started giving piano lessons when I was about 13 years old. We lived in the country, and back in those days, you didn't have a car to go to town every time you wanted to. Yeah. We lived about a mile out, and uh, there were several little girls <coughs> that lived uh, oh, a quarter of a mile or so from us that they decided they wanted to play piano. So they'd come over, and I'd help them with their piano. And that started me. I've been giving piano lessons in since that time. Yeah, and your your piano teacher used to come to the house to give you lessons too. Yeah, she used to. She was a school teacher, and she used to walk that mile with me uh, once a week and uh, give me a lesson, and then walk back. <laughs> we weren't afraid of walking in those days like yeah. we are now. <laughs> So, what'd you get paid for that? Up at the for the dance? Yeah. About a three fifty a night. Oh, really? But see, that was in nineteen twenty-four, and that was big money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we thought so at the time. <laughs> and uh, that is, you know, went to school all day and then played for the show and then dance at night. And. Uh, Oh, I don't know. They just. Yeah. Well, Whereabouts do you live at? No. Same place I live. She's, well, she's my sister. See, you know, that's what I say. You can just tell everything that there is to know. Um, it was right behind the Catholic Cemetery. Mm -hmm. And we used to walk back and forth to school every day. Now yeah, we, we didn't have school buses then. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those were the good old days. Yeah. Probably do us, some of the kids that are here now, to do some walking. Oh, <laughs> that's that's it. The best thing in the world for is they do it, but they won't walk it anymore. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a different world, sure enough. Yeah. The older you get, the more different it gets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. 
It's just one of those things. But I don't know anything exciting I've ever done, so... That sounds pretty exciting, the dances and stuff. <laughs> when I married, my husband had a, a garage where the bowling, or the uh, skating, rink. skating rink is right now. He was in business there for years and years. And, uh, oh, I don't know. I played for church for about 25 years, was a pianist at church. She still gave her music lessons. Oh, yeah? <laughs> she gave piano lessons, though. Yeah, I'm getting ready for recital Sunday. And that, that gets us to be a little bit more each year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, though, the kids nowadays are so busy. There's something at school almost every night of the world. Yeah. When you start out, there's football. And then there's basketball and track and golf. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. And if you can catch them in between, huh, you can give them a piano lesson. <laughs> yeah. Where do you teach this piano lesson at? Here, in the house. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. A little bit of advertising here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I get free advertising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't need advertising, my word. <laughs> Who was your piano teacher whenever? Well, my the, my first grade teacher was my first piano teacher, and uh, she was Alberta Staples. Alberta Green is what it was when she first started. Yeah, Alberta Green, then she married a Staples, but, and she just died, what, last year or mm -hmm. recently? And then I went to Chelsea Parks. She lived, lived where uh, the funeral, where Tillotson Funeral Home is, and I tell Marie when I go up there that I learned to play the piano in that corner of the room. <laughs> and uh, then I took from um, Ethel Smart. She taught at the First Baptist Church. She had a studio at the First Baptist Church. <coughs> and uh, then I took from a Mrs. Maxwell. And I think she's the one that really influenced me and really helped me more than, of course, I guess I was that age where I could possibly go on and do something. <clears throat> but, uh, well, when you live in Marceline, <clears throat> when you live in Marceline, you live a very quiet life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I live out, well, about where y'all did. You know, you go by past Catholic Cemetery and then down that first road to the right, Sewer Plant Road. And who are you? Tom Kelly. Oh, you live up on the hill there, do you? Yeah. It's oh. Vince, I'm Vincent Kelly's grandson. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we live pretty well neighbors to you. Yeah. Who <laughs> lives up on the, in the Ellington place? Huh? Well, that... I think they used to live right where we live now. Yeah, that's where they live. Well, that, you live in the Ellington Place? Yeah. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. th that house burned well, down. Why don't you live think. over on the other road? No. No, that's right uh, up there on that hill. Oh, where yeah. That's where Grandpa lives. He lives on that other road. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. We live right on that road, though, in between the highway and airport road. Mm -hmm. Now, they used to have a big two-story house. I yes, think, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. I remember it. Yeah. 
burnt down or something. They used to have some big walnut trees on that branch just south of the house there yeah. too. We used to there all few down pick there. up walnuts. We've got many a walnut there. We go down and pick them up every once in a while. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Well, there's a bunch of walnut trees. There's still a lot of them there. Huh? Yeah, there's, yeah, they keep growing. There's you go down and down. There's mm -hmm. quite a few small ones still coming up. Yeah. What are you in school? I'm a senior. Senior, right? Last year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you do now? <laughs> oh, just give me a job, I guess, around here somewhere, and try to get me a farm later on. That is the life. That's what yeah. it takes. If we didn't have farmers, we wouldn't eat. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> it's necessary. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is it. Well, uh, our father was a dairy farmer. Oh, yeah. We, my man, uh, when I was younger, of course, after I started playing for the show and dances and all like that, I milked seven cows night and morning. <laughs> yeah. And we had to work for a living back in those days. Yeah, I work at a dairy farm now. But now we just got to, you put the sack yeah, of things on it and yeah. all the liquor. <laughs> Well, that's what I say. Things change the best. We did an old man back in our days. Yeah. Yes, many had, my land, yes. We had one cow we used to milk. I'd hate to do seven in a night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a task, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to be in there every morning and night. You can't take a few days off if you want to. Yeah. There ain't, he don't usually take, you know, he got two hired hands out there. Oh, yeah. and he, he usually don't take off. It's and my dad used to uh, deliver milk house to house, you know. And we had an old horse that we didn't have trucks and what have you back in those days. And, or at least we couldn't afford one. They were very uh, scarce. And uh, this old horse was trained. You could just lay the reins down. He'd just make the rounds, you know. He'd stop yeah. at every house that we deliver milk to. Huh. <laughs> yeah, we we had a couple of horses out the house. They ain't that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that horse it doesn't. They don't have to get all over town to stop for his way. What? Pretty good. Good horse to do that. <laughs> Well, poor old soul that done it so long, I guess. They yeah. This didn't know any, any different. So. How many cows did he have out there? Oh, dear, how many? Oh, huh? 12, 15 or more than that, maybe. At least 15, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I imagine that kept y'all busy. Oh, yes. You and I did most of the milking in the morning or evening. Yeah, they get about 50 through out there. Oh, well, yes, you know, they're doing the big way now with the electric milkers and so forth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, times do change, but I guess that's 
story of it, I guess. If it didn't change, we'd probably be in a bad shape. Yeah. <laughs>